Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Thursday. And my oh my, does it feel good to say that. So Wednesday was a bad day for me. Thursday was a really good day. So let's recap the winning card for you. We played Arizona, minus the two and a half at USC. They get the job done and we cash the ticket. We also backed that one on Twitter. So thank you for the votes and thank you for the winner as we cash on the Wildcats a second time. Then most of the season, I've complained about bad luck and bad beats in overtime. Well, on Thursday night, I finally get one home. I played the fight in Illini, minus the three and a half, and they win by four in double overtime. That felt really good. Then in the Valley, after a terrible performance by me on Sunday, I bounce back. I cash on Murray State minus the two and a half. They win by 28 points. I cash on Indiana State. I played an uncharacteristic minus 18 number, and they rewarded me as they win by 39. So there you go. It's the perfect 4-0. We make $80 when you put the math together, and now we move on to the next. Now, not an official podcast angle once again, because Better Edge does not offer first-half wagering, but I'm enjoying and having a lot of fun with these first-half unders. It's the law of large numbers. I'm hoping to gain a slight edge over 400 plays over the next month or so. I had 22 plays on the card for Thursday. Oh boy, it was a roller coaster. I started one and eight. I was doubting myself. I thought we were going to have a really bad day, but then I finish 11 and two. So for the day, I go 12 and 10, eke out a little bit of profit. And now, so far with the angle, I'm 24 and 19 with a little profit there. It's a marathon, not a sprint. I just want profit when it's all said and done. But anytime you can start the day one and eight and finish 12 and 10, it's tough not to go to bed happy. And that's what happened. So for Friday, 17 unders will be on the card for me. Conference tournament action in the Big South, the Missouri Valley, the Colonial gets kicked off, the SoCon, the Summit, the Ohio Valley and the West Coast, as it is tournament time. And now, let's get to the card for Friday. Four games on the docket. The first one, I had circled at seven and a half. Then it went to eight. By the time I locked it in, I'm playing at nine. Oh, boy. It's UNC Asheville, minus the nine, over Charleston Southern in the Big South Conference. So Charleston Southern rallied from 13 points down to upset high point in the 8-9 game by a deuce. The Buccaneers lost both meetings to UNC Asheville this season. They lost by 10 at home and by 18 on the road after being just down one at halftime. So they were competitive in that game for at least 20 minutes of basketball. UNC Asheville has been the class of the Big South all season. They were 16-2 and in the conference. They won six consecutive games to end the year, and they shoot over 48%. But the big reason why I circled this game is I don't think they'll take Charleston Southern lightly since Charleston Southern upset UNC Asheville in the tournament last year in the 5-12 game by a single point. So I'm going to lay the nine with the Bulldogs in the early tip to leave no doubt they'll run it up on Charleston Southern this time around. Next up, well, the next three games, we go to the Valley, the Missouri Valley, and we start with Murray State plus the 10 and a half over Drake. So this is likely one of those, I'm going to kick myself in the morning picks. Why am I doing it? I don't know. Murray State looked great against Valparaiso, but that was also an 11 and 21 Valpo team. I have Drake cutting down the nets this week in St. Louis. That's how much I like the Bulldogs. 
Drake is coming off a loss after winning 10 straight. You know I like to bet good teams coming off a loss. They have nine double-digit conference wins. That's impressive. The Bulldogs won at Murray State by 24 in the first meeting, with the Racers only turning it over three times in that game. That's very impressive. The Bulldogs won the second meeting by 18. They've out-rebounded the Racers by 27 in the two meetings combined. Dominating performances. Drake scored at will in both of those games. They scored 82 and 92 points respectively. And yet, I'm allowing a Murray State win over Valpo to influence me. I'm going to try to talk myself out of this pick one more time. The last four losses for the Racers. They lost by 43 to Indiana State, by 24 to Drake, by 35 to Bradley, and by 15 to Missouri State. Those were ugly, ugly losses. Sure, they've won four out of five basketball games, but those wins were all against teams already eliminated from the tournament. First day losers. Maybe it's because they beat Texas A&M back in November. Maybe it's because all four favorites won and covered yesterday in the Valley, so I don't want to back all favorites today. Maybe it's because Murray State has already played a game on this floor. Maybe I'm just a fool, but I have this feeling that either Bradley or Drake will be on the ropes late in St. Louis. My good buddy Red Rhino is on the other side of this one, but it's tournament time. Give me Murray State plus the 10 and a half over Drake. That was a confusing pick, I know. Next up, it's Indiana State minus the two and a half over Belmont. So this could be the game of the day in the Valley. Just last week, these two teams played an instant classic with Belmont rallying from 19 down to win 89 to 88. Both teams shot over 50%. Belmont hit 12 threes in that game. That was the only meeting of the year until now. The Bruins of Belmont are making their first ever trip to Arch Madness after being an Ohio Valley Conference power. They are 9-8 and eight away from home this season. Indiana State is 10-7 and seven and might have a first-half edge having played on this floor yesterday, scoring 97 points and shooting over 58% against Evansville. But that's Evansville. That was a confidence game after dropping two straight down the regular season. Cameron Hunter did not play for Indiana State in the first meeting against Belmont. He might be the difference maker today. As the chant goes at the Valley, these Sycamores won't crack today. I'm on Indiana State, minus the two and a half over Belmont. Then the final game on the card for you, and we're going to run into this here in tournament action. I have no line yet because, unfortunately, Missouri State was the final game at the Valley, so they haven't posted anything for me. But I will be on Southern Illinois to be determined over Missouri State. And when I think of the Valley, one of those coaches that I always loved was Barry Hinson. I even ordered his barbecue sauce when he was coaching at Southern Illinois. Barry now works at Oklahoma State these days, but he won 169 games as the head coach at Missouri State. He won 116 games as the head coach at Southern Illinois. Barry loved the Missouri Valley Conference. He stopped his foot harder than any coach in Valley history. His passion helped fuel my passion for this conference. Now to the pick. The Salukis, well, they're a true Valley team. They play defense and they play it well. They rank 65th in defensive efficiency. They give up 61 points per game. They beat Missouri State in the first meeting, 61 to 57. They beat Missouri State in the second meeting, 75 to 53. Never easy to beat a team three times, but defense travels well. Only conference champ Bradley had a better record on the road this season. Southern Illinois, they wanted Oklahoma State this year. They wanted Indiana State this year. 
and they beat Drake at home. This is a solid club. Missouri State, on the other hand, well, they're heating up at the right time. They have three consecutive wins, beating Murray State by 15, pulling the big upset at Indiana State as an eight-point underdog on Sunday, and then crushing UIC last night by 17. So I tip my cap to Missouri State, but I'm going to back the Salukis in this one. Give me Southern Illinois to be determined over Missouri State. I think the line will be around two, two and a half, but we'll find out. So let's recap your card for Friday. In the Big South, I'm on UNC Asheville, minus the nine over Charleston Southern. In the Valley, I'm on Missouri. No, excuse me, on Murray State, plus the 10 and a half over Drake. I'll tell you what, I'm running on fumes right now. I'm burning the midnight oil. I may not sleep until April. There's so much action going on. So once again, Murray State, plus the 10 and a half against Drake. I'm on Indiana State, minus the two and a half over Belmont. And I'm on Southern Illinois, to be determined over Missouri State. So thank you for joining me. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.